I closed the wrong <laughs> Fuck window. Fuck All right. Hang on. Holy Let shit. me move this to a safe place. Well, <laughs> safe, a safe place. Yes. Uh, first, shit. first Hold question: on. Did anyone get the email I sent out earlier today that had the recording from Brad and listen to it? It sounds like him, based it, off of what I can hear. But uh, it is him. Hello there, my name's Brad, a.k.a. Old Man Morn, and you might know my voice from podcasts like the original LRDG, Bolt Action Radio, LRDG2, Ghost Army Podcast, or these days you could probably hear me on Cast Dice or the official Warlord Games Podcast. I gotta stop doing these things. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't my show, and yet for some reason they've asked me to come on. And I am honored because, ladies and gentlemen, today is the day that Snafu hits episode 50. Guys, you magnificent bastards, you've been going over three years now, and you've covered an unbelievable number of topics uh, pertaining to bolt action. You've had on tons of guests, and God, you have um, remained consistent when other podcasts have come and gone. I may have just named a few. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a huge accomplishment to hit at episode 50 of any podcast, especially when podcasts put out by these guys are huge. They're two, three hour megaliths every single time they put them out. It is fantastic. And to stay together as the core group, to have all you lovely guys on this whole time, Jeff, Dale, Pat, Rick, and to get the same awesome, fun, tragic dad joke banter that goes on between you guys every single episode for all these years is absolutely fantastic. And it is a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, I'm just, uh, just wanted to say congratulations again from the bottom of my heart. You guys have been putting in the hard yards and you deserve every accolade. Congratulations, guys. I know the world is wacky and strange out there and we're not allowed to be around one another, but I look forward to the next time I'm in the Midwest and I hope I can, uh, tip back a cold one with y'all. Anyway, guys, congratulations again. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Snafu. Episode 50. I'm Rick, and wait. No, no, I'm not Rick. I'm, I'm Brad. But welcome anyway. Uh, as much as I love to hog the microphone, I'm going to turn it over to your usual host now. But trust me, I'll be back a few more times. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm crying a little bit, guys. Thank you, Brad, for the intro. Uh, taking my job. You can't have it. I am going to stay. But hey, Brad, thanks thanks for putting that together. Yes, that awesome. we, appre- we do truly appreciate. Uh, welcome to episode fifty. For those that aren't aware, that is, I think I think this is further than any of us imagined this going. I never thought five. Well, shit! I after one, I didn't think there was <laughs> oh two. Oh my god! So. I went back and listened to one earlier today. I'm like, this is terrible. I'm so what the sorry. hell? Why would you do that? Yeah, I listened to forty nine uh, and thought this was terrible. <laughs> Jeez, thanks, Dale. Wow. Freaking wow. brutal, dude. Hey, wait, I only, I only hear one? myself, so... 
So for the record, I'm just going back and looking. Um, episode one had 15 downloads. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Uh, You're welcome, guys. So, so episode one in the last 12 months has had 2,000 downloads. Oof. So I, that's we still saying something. Officially apologize to those. Yeah, no two thousand two hundred yeah, twenty-seven downloaded them. So we'll just yeah, I, I can't send the them mass. individual emails. But it um, breaks it down by um, country, right? It does. So who should we apologize to most? You can tell that the United States is mostly in quarantine because there's thirteen hundred of us. <laughs> and we're sorry, America. <laughs> We're sorry, uh, America. You know what? I'm not sorry, America. No, you can I'm suffer with us. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Jeff on this one. All so, right, welcome to episode 50. We have been doing this for, I don't know, what did Brad say three years. He's probably got a better uh, idea of how long we've been doing February this. February 2017 was our first episode release. Seventeen, wow. eighteen, nineteen, three, February, three plus years. January, no, February. March. Damn, dude. Uh, so we've been playing bolt action for probably wow. that plus two months. That sounds about right. Right? Uh, roughly. Yeah, I think you guys we... brought that ship back from Adepticon, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so back. Yeah, we we saw that, and when we got on that, I saw that there was... I felt like there was a gap in bolt action content on podcasts, and we jumped on this roller coaster ride. Yep, uh, we picked it, we bought into it at Adepticon 2016. 2016 already. Wow, 4 years ago. Yeah. Oh, such a glint in my eye. I only had one kid then. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, so do you see the Snafu podcast of one as one of your children? Uh, do I? That's um, like a hobby update. This is a hobby update, I guess. At this point, um, yes. Not as important, obviously. I, I think this is. I think this might be a shared child with Pat at this point. All right. <laughs> like I think it's like a yeah, joint, joint custody arrangement with Pat. Yeah. Like I think we <laughs> have definitely. I, I I appreciate that Pat has continued to drive this after. I, I'm not saying I lost my drive. I just. Don't got have the time. I got overwhelmed. Out for sure. Overwhelmed yeah. so, for sure. Yeah. I'm so, over my head in a lot yep. of stuff. So Jeff, you and I have been relegated to uncle status. Are you are not? definitely uncles. No offense. That is okay that is that? my whole life of being an uncle, though. So I'm totally cool with that. I am yeah. totally cool with that as well. Dude, right. uncle's the best job because you get to like play with kids and then go home and then go home. <laughs> we are one big snaf- happy snafu family, right? I love so it. If you- so if you guys want to babysit my kids sometime, that'd be great. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I thought Let's, you just uh, talked about doing the podcast. I didn't know yeah, oh, shit. I, I thought we were actually talking about being one big fat happy and, family. And Snafu podcast is said, the redheaded stepchild of the group. So. I said shit. Snafu family. Oh, family. all right, clarifying. Okay. Okay, fair well, enough. fair. All right. Well, so this is very non sequitur. I'm pretty drunk at this point because we've already done two Ooh. other segments of this evening. That you'll get yeah. to hear later after some music I haven't picked out yet. Right, because apparently we're changing things and the agenda's wrong, so I'm my head's messed up already. But so let's start with hobby. One big fucking snafu. (laughs) That's how we do. Yes, welcome, welcome to snafu. I had to dip back into the double IPA, and it's not. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Don't drink it like you drank the water. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed. It. Why? Uh, all right. Anyway, yeah. All right, yeah. Another episode. Podcast. Yes. Another yeah, different yes. podcast. All right. 
So it's let's 50. Talk. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. That's a huge, I mean, for how how short of, I, I don't feel like we've been doing it. We haven't been doing it 50 months. Right? Yeah. Have we? No. There's, no. But I think we've, we've had um, a couple where we've had a few, uh, two in the same month, and then we've gone a month without. Yeah, yeah we, we had try a couple. Harder. We try harder than a little bit. On average, we're just over one a month, but we're not consistent in the exact release date of things. Well, because, you know, lives. If anyone expects more from us, tough shit. <laughs> you set the bar way too high. <laughs> yeah, you have way too high expectations of what, well, what this podcast is. You know, as, I mean, as one of my friends, Tor, once said, sometimes they're entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah. there's that. Most. Uh, so I will have you know there's been 75,000 downloads in the last 12 months, and that is fucking amazing. Wow. And probably uh, only 2,000 are me. Right, because you just sit and ram the button all day long. Wait, are we still talking about downloads? Yes. <laughs> um, 49,000 from America. Almost 10,000 from Great Britain. Thank you, Warlord. Wow. Uh, 7,000 in Australia. If you want to go down, that's that's basically all of them. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving back towards our agenda. <laughs> let's talk about hobby hobby updates. Uh, Jeff, what have you been working on? Oh, fuck me. Uh, I've got two... <laughs> Cheers. Two new bolt-action tables just because I've got a call to do with my time. Try hard? What? Jesus. Um, what are the themes? Yeah, what are... Uh, yeah. European late war city fight and uh, actually late war Japan. Alright, so, so back up. So, um, Operation Snafu, should it happen in 2020? The theme mm. is Battle of the Bulge slash Belarus. Budapest. Budapest. No, Budapest. 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 Yeah. Do these tables sequitur into the theme? The city one absolutely would work for either Budapest or uh, a larger part of Bastogne or any part of the Ardennes. Nice. Okay. All so right, the so Japanese one, no, but that's because I'm just planning for the future at this point. Sure. So um, next year might be Pacific specific. Pacific specific? Yeah. Really? It doesn't have to be. It's just or nice. Stalingrad specific? It's just nice to have a, a diff, you know, a, a variety of boards out there sometimes. For sure. Yeah. So is that someone so two Pacific boards, Jeff? So Jeff. Uh, three. Three. Okay. To my none? Yeah, okay, I got it. So Jeff, the um, Japanese. Yeah, the fail the Japanese mm-hmm. board. Yeah. Does that, um, does that link into the. What we had discussed in regards to what you were thinking about trying to impl- implement. Oh, oh, holy shit, that was so vague. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, so um, on my Stalingrad board, I had put oh, lights. Fuck. I had put lights and shit into. Yeah. And so I, I, had, I had loaned some shit to you to yes. see if you could kind of monkey around with. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. Yes. Okay. Uh, it'll have some interactive light features. Nice. Ooh. nice. Okay. Yeah. That's a terrible stripper name, by the way. Interactive it's light features? Less, it's less bad than you think. I mean, I'd I'll be honest. On it. That is a really exciting stripper name. <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing. It's got to be interactive, right? Like, name. Just right, think so about COVID-19, it. Like, turn on uh, my virtual, light switch. Yeah, virtual high five to, to Jeff in that scenario. Yeah, all right. Well, it's, Anyways, talk yeah. about your boards. Sure. Uh, the city. So you remember uh, the Dewey Cat building file. So I yeah. printed... 
two full ones of those, and then I have a Dewey Cat train and a Dewey Cat track system. Were you able to print both of those files on both of your printers, or the the files on both of your printers? Every everything Dewey Cat has ever put out prints like a dream. Nice. Okay. Thank I mean, you, Dewey Cat. Even when he's not being interviewed, he is still part of our episode fifty. Uh, dude, I, there are not that many people out there in the world who I find their files. And I'm comfortable loading him into the printer and, and just, walking away just from Just hitting it. fucking print and walking Just hit print away. and walk yeah. off. Like, yeah. go to the grocery store if I have to. Or, or gaming 3D. Right. More likely, lately, go sit in the backyard to get some fresh air. But and so, anyway. thing, yeah. which of your... What, 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 are the, what are the two printers that you currently operate? Well, one printer still. One printer. Oh, yeah, I thought still, you had a, still in one. Oh. No, so it's the, just the Prusa. Bu- yeah, it's still the Prusa. Building okay. the second printer with... What's effectively, you know, doubling up my spare parts catalog uh, just for a project is, is something I'm still working on. Uh, unfortunately, this week in particular, we had our water heater explode, so that kind of oh, took my mechanical. Like, like, oh, sorry, like explode? No, the bottom blew out, so all the water came out. Just just rusted out, okay. Yeah, right. it just rusted okay. out and dumped 40 gallons of water in my basement. So you know. That's Yay. fucking awesome. Yeah, that's... Yeah, well, it was uh, it was exciting. At least and then we had to wait three days to get home. it replaced. Yes, at least I was home to find it almost right, right away. Right, not three feet of water in your basement. Yeah, I would have been much more unhappy if that had happened. Right. But, yeah. you know, these things happen. It was a very old water heater. We knew it was going to go at some point, but dropping the bills to replace it is just not something that made me happy. <laughs> no, for sure. Right? No, no, no for sure. No. So that kind of that kind of ate up my week for doing things. I just got the carpet in the hallway dry, so. <laughs> no showers for a couple of days. Well, cold showers for a yeah, couple those, days. Those are very quick. Yeah, it was yeah. invigorating. <laughs> for sure. So, But, yeah, no, So, and you can't 3D print a, a, a water heater, unfortunately, so I was kind of stuck Not there. Yet. What? You can't? Yeah, oh. that ain't big enough. Right. If, if anyone could, it would be Dewey Cat or Jeff. So. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, okay. With, with practice. But, anyway, yeah, so I've, I've been working on boards. I got a very large order of bolt-action stuff in recently, too. I have not started hmm. painting because... One part of it wasn't available yet, so it's coming as a trailer. It, uh, and I could start them, but I have a real bad tendency if I start painting something and I really love it, I paint it up, and I forget what colors I used. Dude, write that shit down, yo. Yeah, you know, I write that shit down and then I lose it. Right, that, that makes too much sense. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a really bad lawyer thing. Well, that's because I don't mix my professional and personal life. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Hobby is not the same as professional. No, guess. not yeah, at all. Fair, fair. 100%. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm great at my job, so I can be lousy in my hobby. Exactly, exactly. Important shit for work gets stuck in a safe. Important shit at home might make it to the filing cabinet if I feel Posted like that it. falls right. off. Let's be honest, the important shit... The important shit at home is with your wife and not with your hobby. So. Exactly. Y- yes, absolutely. Exactly. Kids, and, so, kids and wife, yes, for sure. And, and plus, frankly, uh, not to be a Debbie Downer, I don't think I'm getting out of this quarantine for the, at least another 30 days minimum. Oh, my God. We're so. Dude, better safe than sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, so. The, the longer, the better, in my opinion. Right. I got lots of free time on my hands. So uh, I'll, I, I'm a homebody anyway, so this homebody thing is... Not right, yeah, it's really right up my alley. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thriving in some respects. Uh, yeah, my wife was designed for a, a life in quarantine. Right, oh. we're just fucking Winnie the Pooh. Awesome. Like, or, or Eeyore? Is Eeyore? Oh, I don't bother. Know which, oh, bother, yeah. I don't know which one. 
Who's the homebody? Like, I feel like Pooh is more introverted. You think, just need some yeah. antidepressants. <laughs> yes, just just straight up Prozac. I don't know. I think Rabbit. Would Rabbit be actually is the real introvert of the crew. He yeah. actually yeah. is the introvert. Winnie the Pooh is actually an extrovert if you think about it. When do we switch podcasts? What the hell? Jesus! What? <laughs> wow! All right, tangent. Back. Yeah, back. Tangent. Back. We we are only on Jeff's hobby, so this is going to be a seventeen-hour episode. Oh, um, Pat, fifty what? hours. Just go for group. <laughs> Welcome to episode 50, 50 what is the what episode is you wish you had never downloaded? Right, it's hour, fifty. What is the what is ES, ESPN thing? The fifty for fifty or whatever it is. Shit, I don't even remember. It's like it. a thirty for thirty, isn't it? Right, but that's only thirty minutes. That's not long enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Wow. Of course, of course, we're there now because this is like the third Jesus. segment, and this is actually the first segment. Fucking hell, they're not going to listen to any more of this episode. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Most of it's getting cut anyway. <laughs> Pat's going to have a freaking fit over here. Um, all right, Pat, what are you working on? Uh, don't, re- don't edit any of this, Pat. Come on. This is gold. This is like episode 10. It all goes out. Yeah. So interesting you mentioned that. I'll get to that in a second. So what I'm working on physically, uh, I've got Ooh. I've got the uh, Battle of Bulge board, which is loosely based on Scenario 13 out of that book. All printed. You lost me a bulge. Which is important because Operation Snafu 2020 is Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> yes. Or so. 2021, depending on when or not happens in 2020. And I'll be honest, I have a bulge for Bella and Ruth. Just putting it out there. Okay, what so the we have a fallback date saying? of January, if that gets around to it. So if, well, what happens if it doesn't happen in January, Pat? Are we still we're still doing November twenty twenty one, right? It's November it's November possible, depending on what's going on at the second Right. right, right, so and we have a backup yeah. date for January that the the hotel has agreed to, but nice. that has its own weather problems involved into it, and then there's so, the scrub altogether. So, right. so because I'm drunk and because I need you to speak in really clear language, if if November of 2020 Operation Snafu doesn't happen, January of 2021 is the backup. Currently, is the backup date. That is correct. Awesome. Thank you. And if and if that gets scrubbed, it's just basically November yeah, twenty twenty one. Yep. Right. And they're just doing Renegade twenty one. It's not yep. twenty. Yeah. It's not twenty anymore. Which actually, would be gonna, similar to everything else that's happened. In right. It's it's a standard. They're actually just doing shit. two Renegades back to back that November. Four days in a row. <laughs> or five days in a row, or six days in a row. It's a week long event. Four day campaign. Man, well, that would be something. Ooh, that would be awesome. Well, that'd be something. Well, and, you know we're. There'd be a team game. We're also sure entertaining something to do with a, a perhaps a virtual campaign, right? In, in light of that. all but, of that, it's, but you know that's more to come later. Um, right. And I've, I've talked to some other uh, some other TOs who have done some virtual stuff, um, mm-hmm. and and some of the downfalls they had with that. And so you know, kind of talking to some of the community members that are doing some of the online stuff, and you know that might. That might be something interesting that can at least keep us all in touch if that ends up right. happening. So it's at least occupying our time. So back to what I was actually doing physical hobby wise, yes, which I'm now please. painting up a, a very large river section, uh, and I've got some bridges and some roads to do. And the river section you 3D printed. That was 100 percent 3D printed by Dewey Cat, of course. Thank you, Dewey Cat. Thank you, Cat. And yep. it looks mm-hmm. good. Pat. Uh, I have one of the bridges is also 3D printed, and then. Uh, uh, a month and two days later, after notification of shipment, my Sarissa package actually arrived, which I Dude. had 
already forgetting, forgotten about. Well, actually, I hadn't forgot. I had given it up for dead. Just assumed it got consumed <laughs> by the, the civil unrest or whatnot. But it showed COVID up, and I'm like, it. yeah, COVID, COVID ate it, or the, the, the civil unrest did. Take your pick. Whatever. But, yeah. Probably a combo of both. Yes. Him. But it finally came through, and I put that thing together the same day it showed up, and it looks... I mean, it's, it's Sarissa. It looks really good. Sarissa what? Which Sarissa what? Uh, it was a bridge, a steel girder bridge. Ooh. So and now, sexy. instead of having just one road, I'm going to do two, because I had the 3D printed duty cat, which also is phenomenal. And I'm just going to use both of them, because yep. why not? So, before we go on to dewey cat, when Sarissa actually does a, um, a weekly... Facebook online kind of podcast to see what they're working on. If mm-hmm. anyone listening is interested in that, so and they also send you a weekly email if you don't unsubscribe. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, if you don't I mean, unsubscribe, that's for sure. There's tons of information out there if if you're interested. But Dale, Dale, you are it. far more deep in this hobby than I think you are. Sometimes, yeah, you're net, you're like neck deep, dude. I'm full of surprises. <laughs> I, you really do have me surprised sometimes. I'm um, not which, I'm, I mean, I'm drunk, so that's good. You kind of get a little bit of both. So heads up, <laughs> a little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. Just head on a swivel. I'm I'm head on a swivel here. Well, All right. a little bit of useful information and mostly like completely worthless. Like, why the hell is this guy even on the podcast? Kind of information? <laughs> that's. I don't think the, anyone's ever asked that. Question I don't. Either. I don't think. I don't think anyone has ever asked why is Dale on the podcast. I think there's plenty, plenty of questions about some of the rest of us. Yeah, but not so much you, Dale. Well, let's let's move forward and we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also trying to get together a winter Russian list. I've got some. Wait, models. why? 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 What, okay. what are you talking about, Pat? Well, so I when I pre-ordered the Stalingrad Welcome thing, to the they, dark side. <laughs> they had they had the option to get a half-price infantry box. Oh yeah, okay. So you so know, you didn't take advantage of that, right? I did take advantage of that, and for no. a penny and for a pound. So I bought some other stuff, and so I'm trying to put together a list that I'll Listen start putting to together. You all, all Great Britainish, right? Penny I for have a all pound. Of for a pound. I literally penny have all of the British. So <laughs> he's got a fucking whole tink platoon. Like he's good. He's yeah. he's done. He's he doesn't need any more Brits. I've got over thirty six hundred points in tanks alone. He's, right. He's got some more whole, Brits. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He does, he's good. I'm, so I, I could branch out. I mean, I've also got I've also maybe got more Gurkhas. Yeah, the, Germans. All the fireflies are shit though. Right. <laughs> right. I'm just saying that to get the English really upset at me. Right? <laughs> well, that shouldn't take much. No, they don't listen to our shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. And and so here's here's the other fun one. So a dozen or so episodes back, we probably more than that, we asked, uh, we we offered uh, twenty snafu dice to someone who would catalog. Cat, does that sound like Dale? Uh, catalog our music from our episodes. Shit! Did someone do it? That's I have started working, working on that. Oh fuck you, Pat! You don't get dice. So we have to. <laughs> I'll give, I'll give I'm not looking dice. for dice. This is just more just complete curiosity to see how many times we had doubled up on some of the music. Besides oh, yeah. what you have edited? Yeah, shit, uh, besides from the one time I played the same thing in the Australian yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Waltzing Matilda again. Yeah. yeah, got that. For the 14th time, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm only I'm only through our first 12 episodes, but that only took me this afternoon, so I don't think it's going to take me a whole lot to finish. Did we and double I'm, up? Man, uh, 
a guaranteed right we, we doubled up on Vera Lynn because the very first episode yeah. the music goes we'll meet again I guarantee you played that at least three times she was amazing. oh for sure we could play mm-hmm. that song every end of episode and it'd be appropriate so. and some other and some other interesting facts is we did change our intro music on episode three okay so the exit music tonight will be what our first two episodes was the the lead in music for we're so sorry Aw, so that's, that's that's why I pushed it back in the agenda. Is once Fair. I that out. So, so to Here's story to story time this. When I start when we started this pro- podcast, like uh, for whatever reason, the praise the Lord passing passing. Uh, I came ammunition. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, was I don't know why that song spoke to me, but it did. I think it's probably pretty. It's pretty iconic of World War II. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. anyway, that was the song. And I don't know who on Facebook, I don't. I think it must have been on Facebook, someone was like, hey, by the way, I didn't, when we when we named this Snafu, I don't know if you knew this, Pat, because I think you came up with the Snafu name, that Snafu was actually the whole Mel Blanc, like, uh, private, private Snafu thing that was going on. Right. For World War Two, that whole propaganda—I don't want to call it propaganda—the training videos, the training videos, yes, training yep. films. The I won't call them videos. Of what you're not yep. supposed to do as a right. soldier. Yeah, all the shit you're not supposed to do as a soldier. I didn't know those existed when we started this thing. So someone was like, "Hey, this is totally awesome. Hey, check out these videos." And like the third one I watched, the was that you, Pat? No, no, it was okay. someone on Facebook. Like okay. someone just randomly was like, "Hey, dude." Check out these videos that are, you know, snafu related to go down nostalgia land here. Sorry to tangent here, but mm-hmm. it was it was very uh, I didn't know these existed. Anyway, the third like the third one I watched was our intro music. And it was like, holy shit, this is Which perfect. Ended up, yeah. yeah, it was like Epic. it was like just like spot on. This is snafu. And I'm like, oh, my God, like this is our intro. Like right. we don't yep. whoever for, whoever did that that was perfect. I, I I don't know who told me I don't think they told me that like, hey you should go watch this video. It was just hey there's all these videos that exist and I found the one and I was like this is our intro and praise the Lord and uh, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition was our first uh, first version of that. But for episodes one and two, which by the way I don't recommend going back and listening to. <laughs> oh God no. <laughs> Yeah, no. They're pretty bad. Don't do that. Don't They're do that. Bad. So I, I am going to I'm going to compilate all the songs that we've had together, and I'll figure out how to put them in well, some sort of thing that we can put on Facebook. It's a later, Spotify so. playlist or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. get them all together. And of course, idea. from like episode thirty on, I have them all on my computer anyway. Yeah, gonna... I wasn't as organized when I was doing the editing part of there's, it. It's kind Sorry. of funny because there's there's a couple that uh, even uh, was that goofy app that. Listens to music and tells um, me what song it is. Shit, uh, I know what you're talking. About. No, no. It's, uh, Shazam. 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 There's even Shazam. a couple that Shazam are like, Shazam. I don't know what this is. What do you? What is this for? And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks, Shazam. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so. Pat, I will give you twenty dice for that for sure. I got, I got, I got a bag of like a thousand of them in my closet that I still probably owe some Patreon. So, so and, and uh, fun, fun fact here. Uh, Episode eight, which was Gurkha Save the Queen, 
Uh, the break music was not music at all. It was a Churchill speech that you put Oh, in. yeah, good point, actually. So we've episode had some... 10, which is probably our second worst episode ever, which is the Bug Eater special. The Jesus, first one Pat. Did, you did, some did not have any intro music in it whatsoever. Oh, that episode sucks. <laughs> episode, I mean, this... Wait, what? Episode 10 didn't even have our normal? 10 didn't even have our normal what? intro to it. What the hell, dude? What am I doing? <laughs> At the we beginning were... of it, you kept calling it episode nine point five and didn't want to commit to it being episode ten. <laughs> I, I was, I'm, I was apprehensive, dude. Just... We were like we are now. I was and like also, I am. Here's I, I can tell there's no break music in that one, but I haven't done a full, a full deep dive on it. So Jesus, Pat, what Do are you even doing? My God, this is your hobby thing... time. Uh, this is this is hobby related, right? Right. The only this thing is great. I, I remember uh, episode ten was was it Big Dog. Liquor store was that what? Oh it God, was? yeah, that oh, was it. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff and I kind of um, gloating, gloating. That may not be the right word. It's about not the how right word. we were like best generals and knew what we were talking about. Dude, all I remember, all I remember about episode ten is getting yelled at by Jeff. Yeah, that was that was an angry yeah. night for Jeff. It uh, was. I, That's why I, I don't think drink you cut much. Cut that part out. No, yeah, no I know. Nobody, yeah. nobody else knows that, but. I get well, yelled at for telling Jeff to talk into the microphone. You did. <laughs> I remember that now. Oh I was god. like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" Uh, he's like, "I'm, I will, I will hit you." Like, holy shit, I think you will. <laughs> how, how did, how, how did I ruin so the Bolt Action Podcast? We were all in the same room, and Jeff and I were staying in the separate room, and Rick and Pat were in a different room, and we were in Rick and Pat rooms, and we were recording the episode on Sunday night after the tournament. On and a single Jeff, fucking microphone. No, yep. Jeff and I yeah. had done really well um, for whatever reason. Because you guys are uh, good. And we were talking about that, and 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 um, um, Rick, who is really invested, um, the same as the rest of us, because we care about this and we wanted to do well, and we want you guys to like what was happening. Um, is very interested in sound quality and stuff like that, and so Rick is interested in, you know. Are you close to the mic, and how does it sound, and things like well, that? Well, I'm just worried about, like, Dale talking really loud in the microphone, and then Jeff, like, talking really quiet in the microphone. Right. Sound equalization. Yeah, just so, making it, uh, just trying to make it as good a quality as we can. And That's my we didn't goal. know what we didn't know what we were doing. Oh, and, shit, we were all, and, and oh, Jeff we had, had a fair amount of fucking whiskey. We were all drunk that we, episode. We all What the hell were you had. drinking? Buffalo Trace. Oh, fuck, I don't remember something. <laughs> the, the, whiskey, the whiskey... Milk, whatever the shit that was. And so we got the big dog libations <laughs> or whatever the hell it was. Oh, man, that and was good. There was some debate as to whether we had been offered weed at that point as I don't, well. I don't know that there's debate. We were basically I, offered dude, weed. Dude, I'm pretty sure I was offered more than that at this point. I'm pretty sure right. I could have... We could have. So, any one of us could have slept with that one. One other fun fact in that episode is there was some talk... Of, someone asked me about... Somehow time traveling came up. And I had basically said, yeah, I did there, I came back, and, you know, Jeff got way better, and Dale kind of tapered off, and Rick got worse. <laughs> at what? At what? At, what are at you talking action. about? Oh, well, for sure I got worse. That and was back so, in episode 10. And that so, seems kind of accurate, actually. Yeah, fair, yeah. actually. Yeah, it does. That seems very accurate. And so that was 10, and we're at 50, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I should drink a lot to homage <laughs> episode 10. Yeah. <laughs> Barbarossa? 
Barbosa? Which one? What the hell? <laughs> Barbosa, that's the one. That's the one. All right. Oh my god. And so Barbosa. Yes. Barbosa. <laughs> Essentially. Um, so episode ten is our best worst episode. So feel free to learned, listen to that one. Shit, I'm listening to it right now. Hold on. We've learned nothing over two years. I don't even know when thing came out, but well, uh, it would have been June. June twenty yeah, right. June seventeenth, twenty seventeen. Bug Eater twenty seventeen, which was three years ago. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. Oh dear. <laughs> Shit. Oof. Oof. So We're, that's a a blast from the past. Right. Welcome yeah. welcome three years later. Literally. We're still three just years as later. bad. Nobody nobody asked us to improve. Right? It's Nobody true. held us to a higher standard. It's true. Maybe so, we should have. So there's my hobby ourselves. update for you. We, that was a good hobby update. We, we <laughs> set a low bar, Dale. No, no offense. We'll, we'll see how much more I come up in 51 when I go through the rest of the, uh, rest of the episodes. Cheers. The All right. Uh, Dale, have you been working on anything other than wallpaper? Yes, sir. Hang on. So All right. So a couple of 40s. <laughs> no, I just finished some water. Some, some water. Some what? Water? Lager? Water? Lager with water? Lager with water? No, just just water. Did that sound right? No. No. (laughs) You're still wrong. Fuck. All right. (laughs) Let's move on. It's the best episode ever. All right. So, um, um, recent, I'm sorry, recently, (laughs) recently, I have, um, put a significant amount of my free time into um, improving the house. Um, yes. Specifically, um, tearing down the old wallpaper, wallpaper yep. which is like, it. Jesus, there were like five layers of this shit. Um, <laughs> yep. Anyways. That's fun. <laughs> I got um, I got all of that taken away, and we put um, a, nice, a nice blue, a nice blue. It's called Ocean Boulevard, if anyone is interested. So is the whole house? <clears throat> no, no, just the master bedroom. Okay. Um, uh, we tore up the carpet. I got a new. Any, anyways, the house improvement stuff you're, aside. You're kicking ass on the house, is what I hear. Um, from a hobby perspective, um, a yep. new edition is coming out from a different game, and there's some interest in that. So I've glued some models together, but that's not. Got some. Got some boner. Yeah. All right. Got the, it. The um, bolt action related stuff, and in particular the Operation Snafu. Related stuff. Now I know yeah. that 2020 is Operation Belarus. No. I know it's Belarus, bold no. Belarus, but <laughs> no. to me, it's, it's it's Budapest, Budapest, <laughs> not Belarus. Yeah, not even Bella, close. <laughs> Bella and Ruth is better than Bella. Why would I have a Buddha bulge? and Pest? Is what we're talking about. But why would I have a bulge for Buddha and Pest? That doesn't make. I don't know. Sense. I get a bulge for Buddha. All right. Okay, Jesus, so, that's going to be a bad, a bad. Wow. <laughs> okay, so for 2021. Yes. Um, is I is have Belarus. I, I have an existing Stalingrad table. Yes, you do. A beautiful table, by the way. Thank you, guys. I have I have acquired enough accessories for two uh, additional for sure. tables, and so I've begun. I've begun the second table for for that. So, when are we talking about? Like, what is twenty one going to look like? 
Well, I mean, Operation Snafu is currently Budapest. Pest. Budapest, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. And so checks out. This would be... So my vision is simply um, five tables laid end oh. to end. Yes. Of the same... Mm. Of, of the same format. I... So, if if I could make it the objective tables in the middle, I would. I don't think it fits that, to be honest. I, it probably doesn't. Uh, although, if and you we're were speaking for those that are familiar with the objective tables, I don't no, think it fits that. For sure. But if, okay, yeah, even, even if it's one side or the other, it's still going to look dead sexy. Yep. If you've got an entire side that's just dedicated to city desolation... It's gonna it's gonna be beautiful, in a weird, bad way, right? <laughs> what? You know, well, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't want to say like desecration and like bad cities are beautiful, right? But I mean, it'll look it'll look good. Ultimately, the leveling of the parts of Stalingrad that help that, that happened, right. they weren't. I mean, it was destruction and awfulness that happened. And right, so, right. But, um, for us... Pretty tables. Right, as mm-hmm. hobbyists, it's a matter of, can you recreate kind of the environment in which everything happened? And if you can do that to a degree that it is um, engaging and really interesting, you know, then that's kind of what I'm going for. And so... Sure, for sure. So right now it's a matter of I've got I've got my six hardboards and my two inch polystyrene insulation foam kind of brought up into my hobby space and it's a matter of so do I go so currently I have one table that is kind of in the middle do I go towards the residential side and the downtown side or do I go more towards the industrial and the um, the river side, so that's just that's just kind of where I'm at right. nice. currently. Yeah, but the idea is simply that um, I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm finished for the most part with the home shit, and I mean, my wife doesn't. I don't think she listens anymore. But um, <laughs> if you do, hey, I love you, honey. You're amazing. <laughs> my wife does listen to roughly one hour, so <laughs> and so. Um, and so we, I, I've pretty much kind of scored all of those husband points. And so now that that's kind of, you know, I think I, I, I picked up some. Uh, all right, so listen, guys, if um, if you're looking for ways to impress your wife, I picked up some Cafe Dumont beignet mix recently. And Ooh. so the idea is simply that I'm going to make some beignets. It's half point of the year. I've taken care of everything on the checklist for the year that we are anticipating would we would take care of during the whole year to demonstrate that hey I love you I'm invested all this stuff yada 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 um, <laughs> I think that undersells it there <laughs> check all those boxes and um, and the guys they've seen my pictures of you should see this wallpaper from the 1960s oh my god um, yeah so right. we've We've, we've cleared all that off, but now that all that's taken care of, it's a matter of, hey, you know, this snafu thing is happening, I'm excited about it. And so that's in place, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about kind of where it's going to go. I just don't know if I want to do the tractor end 
of mm -hmm. the operation, uh, I'm sorry, of Stalingrad or the residential end of Stalingrad. So the residential end leads into, it leads into downtown and the tractor end leads into the harbor where the river is at. And so those are, those are effectively the five tables of the Stalingrad that I'm building. Um, I've built the middle one, and if you've looked at the Operation Snafu page, or I'm sorry, the Snafu podcast page, you'll see the first table I built. So going towards the river is there's a tractor, and then there's a harbor table, and then away from that is the residential and then the downtown area. So then I've collected enough terrain to represent the residential side of it, and that includes the Warlord Games Stalingrad box, which they put together, which has just a really yeah, and has a really sweet kind of um, like a, a factory factory right. terrain in it. Factory it, carcass per se? Exactly. In yeah. addition to in addition to the the fountain, which isn't factory, it's around the train it's around the train station, and that includes the, the tractor factory that you built from um, Gamecraft miniatures, and and the opposite of that, then go towards goes towards to the downtown, which is tons of residential tables and, yeah. and things like that. But mm -hmm. that's kind of where mm. I'm at currently. So sure, as as Zoyberg said, why not both? All right, because <laughs> do it I, all, man. I only have six pieces of six pieces of a, of hardboard for one table, six by four. Yep. Um, which is why only, and they only have enough pink insulation foam for one. Well, they still sell that. I just say I will buy yeah, you some more like, pink stuff. It's like a hundred dollars. So, I will buy you some more. I will well, buy it. Well, wait, I will. And I know you will, but my hobby space only has really enough room for one six by four table at a time. Yeah, yeah fair. Well, yeah. Yep, I do yeah, mine yeah, one that, time as Which well. is which is really kind of what my limitation is. It's not. It's you not, spend hey, a lot more time me, on one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Hey, send me money so I can do multiple. It's no. more of listen. I've got enough space for one. Which one is it going to be? So sure. hey, send send Dale space. Right. If you can send Dale <laughs> space, that would be impressive. <laughs> you know, we uh, we brought in the contractor a couple of weeks ago, and we're like, and hey, he's like, hey. Space. Yeah, build the second floor, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That's it. that's <laughs> like, I, we bought this house because they built a second floor because that doesn't exist anymore. It's right. so damn expensive. Like, yeah, it, well, it just doesn't exist anymore for sure. Right. And so that's the interesting thing. And so, well, how much would it cost to put a second floor on mm -hmm. versus versus how much value would you actually add to your home? Right. Right. And, it's and there's just, a difference. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like problems it's, can be solved with time and money. So. You know, most most of the time, when you're like, "Hey, add a second story," it's like, "No, buy a second home." Yeah, <laughs> like right. Just, just, That's what, yeah. Yes, yeah, sell nice. what you got and buy a new one if you if you're at that level. So, uh, for sure. So let them weigh in on Facebook as to which one they they would like you to see. For right. You know Let's um, do a Facebook poll for sure. You know what? No. You know what? I'll, no, I'll tell you what I. I'll commit to that. If we do a Facebook poll, because I I have accumulated enough for each side of it because I hadn't really decided if I wanted to do a tractor factory versus a residential area. So um, a residential area would be a number of upright multi-story buildings around a, a fountain, and the fountain Ooh, itself yeah. um, 
came from the Stalingrad box from Warlord, the big, mm-hmm. the big box. Now, um, it's, a, it's, hist- a, it's a cool piece of scenery. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Historically, it was outside of a train station. Right. So I would, I would be going um, a historical. And Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the correct usage of it. Mm-hmm. I would be going a historical in putting the fountain in a residential area. The idea being simply that I would have a playground um, belt melding the current board with the residential board going into the downtown board. Um, or the option would be the tractor factory itself, which would have a number of tractor um, components that comes from the Stalingrad box, the big Stalingrad box from Warlord, in addition to the Blackside Studios um, wrecked terrain um, factory in addition to, I picked up a number of H. Owens O-scaled terrain factory um, components with cranes and stuff like that to be a tractor yeah, to be a tractor board um, that goes into the river board because there's a river outside of Pavlov's house in between where the Russian reinforcements are in Stalingrad. That's not very Budapest. No, this this Stalingrad though. No, 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 Stalingrad. No, yeah. So the idea is simply that it would be be a a Stalingrad. It would be a Stalingrad section. It wouldn't. This isn't necessarily for 2020. Yeah, Um, fair. A good point. Right. So I mean, go back to episode 45 when Dale said that he produces about one board every two years. What were you saying? (laughs) But the level of quality is super. Well. Is, is, is there? It's oh, just, for sure, kicks everyone's ass. That's kind of that's just kind of where I'm at mentally in regards to. I would honestly, I would love to bounce back and forth between one hobby and another. And my other, well, actually, no, my primary hobby is simply bolt action. And I finished my WTC list, which we've talked about already. Yeah, and and then the next step is, okay, so what am I doing for the next iteration of Operation Snafu? And so then the idea is simply to expand on... Nice. Sweet. All How right. about you, Rick? Mo- moving on autocannons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on autocannons. Wow. <laughs> damn. Uh, no. So, uh, so Rick's hobby is to not talk about Rick's hobby. No, well, yeah. I've been... If it's your first night at Rick's hobby, you don't talk about Rick's hobby. Dude, yeah, we don't. The first rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club, right? But I love talking yes. about Rick's hobby. Yeah. So no, actually, I I've done a little bit. I haven't done a lot. I've I've, I've acquired more models. Yay! Yeah. Right. Thanks, Pat. Nice. Uh, John, in some respect, uh, I don't know how I don't know how we just draw that dotted line, but uh, well, thank so you, he, thank you, Warlord. Let, let me let me do a, a twofold tie-in here. So, and his. In his uh, Warlord Wednesdays, he had talked about... So there's the Twisted Lords, which is coming up right. end of this month in Oklahoma City. Feel free to check that out at uh, tabletop.events backslash convention slash We'll post it, dude. Large cards, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. Uh, he had also said that in his Warlord Wednesday that if you want to order some stuff through him, that get a list to him, uh, I think, no later than the 9th. So we should have this out. July 9th? Yep. Maybe good, a day or two. Good luck. Good luck, Pat. Good luck. Thanks. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, this one's a wreck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, Jesus. But he said get a list of him with, uh, with the Warlord stuff, uh, their codes from the Warlord website, yep. and he will get you a discount of sorts on stuff, and then you can pick them up at Twisted Lords. So, yep. uh, I've, I've done some of that. Figuring out lists. Yeah, we'll be talking to him later too. So yep. yeah, yeah, John might be on this episode. Hint: He for sure will be. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about our other interview. Right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I've done some of that. Uh, mostly hot home shit at this point. Like you've just done some a- hobby acquisitions. What you've done? Yeah, I've been buying models that I haven't painted yet. I think that's against the rules as far as. Whatever that is, but no, there are no rules. There, there are no rules. It, there it, are no rules. When there's a pandemic, there are no rules. There and are plenty of memes posted out there about the number of <laughs> models that you have painted, the number of models that you have unpainted, and you still buy more even though you have several right. unpainted. It, it has nothing to do with any other thing or size or girth or. I, <laughs> I can buy models however many I want. Damn it. Yes, you can. Yes. All right. Dale's passed out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he he needed to go pee. Okay, we're anyway. So I haven't really done a Relax. whole lot of. Uh, oh, you're back. All right, you're good. Um, he's only mostly dead. He's only mostly dead. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I miss Paul already, and we haven't even talked to him yet. Uh, not on this timeline. No. Wow, this is very Back to the Future-ish of me. Uh, so I haven't really done anything hobby-wise in the last... I don't even know how many weeks have we since we recorded last. Yes. Four. Yes. Has it been four? Really? Uh, three and a half, yeah. The last one came out, what, beginning of June, June 3rd? I think Damn it, Pat. Day. Why are you not on our... Why are, why are we not recording more often? Oh, sorry, 12th. June 12th is the last episode out. Okay. So, yeah. All right, well, we're, we're anyway, about a month recording. Yep. About a month. So I have... Been We're busy in there. Dale had a birthday. Dude, had a birthday, so you know it's it's summer. So happy birthday, uh, anniversaries, whatever. It's summer. So I've been spending time outside instead. Not gonna lie. Let's talk yep. about rules. Auto cannons. You don't you don't see a lot of them. No, but they're actually pretty cool. Nobody wants to see my quad cannon. Like everybody's like, no, that's a dumb idea. I, who said that? I love quad cannons. Yeah. Everybody, I guess. <laughs> Who's everybody? I don't... Yes, I don't know. Yes? Okay. Um, so let's talk about auto cannons. Well, there's uh, two types. Yep. Light and heavy. Yep. Both have two shots. Yep. Lights are 48-inch range, have a plus two pen. Pew, pew. They have an option for HE, mm-hmm. Ouch. which would be one-inch HE. Yeah. And there's the heavy auto cannon, which is 72 inch range. Gross. Plus three pen, and Ouch. also have an option for HE, one inch HE as well. I mean, the two shots is. So the first thing I see that people get backwards on this is they think that it fires a one inch HE with the, at the pen value. Yes. Yeah, that's a very common. Mistake. I think that's the that I think is where a lot of people get confused, for sure. Yeah. And so that's yeah, that's why I bring it. I mean, it takes your artillery slot, so it's taking away from your you know your medium artillery that everyone likes to throw right. in there. No howitzers at that point. Yep. Yep. But they're really great dual purpose, in my opinion. Absolutely. They 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 will mess up infantry no problem. 
Well, I mean, they'll, they'll mess up entry because, so if you, you get two shots, which is great. So if right. you land with both of them, the, the two one-ish templates have to be touching as you, as you position them over, but they can pivot on their little, keep right. their tangential circles there. Tangential uh, or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have to be touching on the, on the edge of them. It's tangential. The, the, you gotta be touching tips. <laughs> That's what of I was the template. For. Tips of the right. template. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. That's called docking, by the way. It's called what? Docking. Uh, sure, all right. I, I learned it as being tangential, but that's fine. Tangential. If you're an engineer, it's tangential. If yes. you're anything else, it's, <laughs> it's docking, apparently. <laughs> okay, anyway, keep going, Pat. All right. So so they're they're one inch, and uh, so you get you hit with both shots. Then that's you what she get, said? Yes, exactly. Well, you got the four kids. You tell me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not one oh, inch. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> take it down, Rick, from the long range. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's not drinking enough. That's all I got to say. Apparently not. <laughs> oh, um, shit. All right. Anyway, keep going. So the all one right. inch HE I'll be right back. I can get some more water. <laughs> He's going to get sober later in the episode. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Just wait for it. Unlikely. We have looked no, it's for future. certain at this point. Well, that was questionable then. Uh, um, yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, all right, go. so, yeah, so you got the one-inch overlapping, which, you know, you can hit two, three, four guys. Uh, you get the two shots. If you hit both of them, you get both of them. There are some, some that have, uh, you can... Is it the British that have that gun that has like can add like four? No, the Germans have a quad. Germans have one too. British also yeah. have one. Oh, do they can, have a quad? Okay. Yeah, they also have a quad. So there's a couple that have a quad. It, I just barfed a little in my mouth. Okay. Right. So I mean, mm-hmm. you're rolling eight dice. Right. For Every something one like 150 yep. points. Yep. And if you hit on, if you hit in all those, you're stringing eight one-inch templates. Right. Like a uh, snake. How does that work? Stuff. If you roll like if you have eight hits or or okay, so you're rolling eight dice. And you hit with five, you just string five of them together, right? Correct. So it's still five templates in a row. That's still five one inch templates that you have yeah. to like roll through as like as a snake. Yeah, yeah. It's I've seen people make them on like fucking uh, shapeways and stuff. It's still gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I actually had uh, for Operation Snafu last year. I had designed up a template that had a hole in the center of the circle designed for a one six for a sixteenth inch magnet to be in there, so you could right. Actually, you could like you string collected, them together. Collected them, you could string them together. And yeah, you had to you had to like not suck at Snafu to get right. a bunch of them. Yeah, I, it turns out I still have like five or six of them. So shocking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but the other side of that, okay, so that's the great anti infantry. Right. They also have. The flak rule. Yep. On the yep. off chance some idiot brought a, an air observer. U.S. what? Right. Okay. So he could suck twice with it. <laughs> he <It> gets scared <laughs> off twice. <laughs> right? Shit. What did I bring that for? Okay. And then they've also got they've also got their pen value, which is plus two on a light, plus three on a heavy. Gross. Which is going to do some serious damage to those light tanks and transports for sure. Yeah, yeah. those transports with engineers in them for sure. And there's and two shots. Yep. So you're not going to miss. I, I think it's a very overlooked unit that I don't see oh, in a lot of lists. I, 
I think they're great. I I tried to bring one in my one of my WTC lists and nobody liked it. I don't like, remember seeing that. Which which of your fifty lists was it in? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good point. Which, which time was that in there? Did uh, I miss that my, cut because one I of my away? one of my Romania lists had a quad cannon in it. Okay, and they're about or, what, 140, or, 150 points regular. One forty. One of my lists had a I had one in a truck for one sixty. I think. Uh, and let me, what medium howitzers? 80, 90 points. Yeah, it's it. That's the trick, H-E-T. right? Yeah, is is min maximum points? Is that a he or a, a medium howitzer is still cheaper? Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it's the same thing with all the rest of those that have a pen value and an he. Is that if you put an ambush, you have to declare which ammunition type is in there. You don't get the oh. one inch he with the plus three pen on the heavy. It just no. Sorry, right. don't stop doing that. It doesn't work. It was as much the, as you wanted to. Yeah, as much as I really want that to be how it works, it's not how it works. Right. It's not how any of this works. <laughs> exactly. Are you sure? I unfriend the auto cannon. What? Wait. <laughs> so they, they cover HE specifically on page 760-something. I, I can't even read Army, Easy Army at this point. 68. Is where they specify that, where they talk about high explosives, which is the HE shot. So mm-hmm. it's different than the actual pen value, and it is definitely a heavy weapon. So there's your sneak peek into the autocannons that one of the most overlooked artillery pieces in the game. They're a fantastic unit, though. Mm. You just you just have to, you know, be aware that you're not going to murder a lot of... You're not going to murder a lot of armor with them. No, so, so but for you're a, still going to put pins on it, most likely. Right, absolutely. Because you get two shots instead of one. So right. for... So for 170 points, you get an opal blitz with a quad cannon on the on in the back with an armored cab. So seven plus armor value. Your tank slot. So your tank slot for mm-hmm. 170 points. What um, what is the main awful. gun on that? What's that? What's the main gun on that? Uh, plus two pen. But you times get four, four of them times four, yeah. With two shots each. It's a quad yep. cannon, quad auto. So you get yeah. plus four or plus three. So which? Uh, it's a heavy. Plus, it's a plus three. Plus two. So plus it's the light. So it's yeah, full light. So that's going to pin out your armor. Yep, but it's well, it's a, it's a D two pins on the one inch HE, or it's, it's just a single pin on the the anti tank shot. It's still a, it's still that's going to pin the armor. Yeah, but against infantry, eight shots at plus two. Have fun with that. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna mess stuff up, and it's on a on a seven plus armor turret, open so, top or no? No open top. Okay. So if the goal is to put no, pens, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's open topped. I'm sorry, it's open topped. So if the goal is to put pins on a higher level armor unit, mm-hmm. um, it is good. It's good at that. And also, it carries the benefit of eliminating, well, let's be honest, in all infantry, whether it's inf- inexperienced, nor regular, or or veteran. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be wounded so on threes, fours for regular vets. Now, if you're not interested in eliminating enemy armor, I could see this being a really valuable... How many points was it? 170. 170, so it's... At regular... So, and, and so it's forty points more than, than it's, it's forty points more than a steward with with the with the eighteen shots. 
Yeah. But the Stewart a, is with an MNG platform. Does it have any any option to? It has look, a light. It has a light AT gun at plus one. It does have yeah. a light AT yeah. gun. Yeah, MNG. which does put does it put the same number of pins potentially? It's on. still a single pin unless you're using the AT. Then the AT is a D two at one inch. So does it have the same number of, or rather, does it have the same opportunity to put the same number of casualties on a veteran unit? Uh, it's going to wound better with yep. the plus one with the AT shot. There you go. So, yep. something to consider. Adds how many points more? Forty points more. Okay. Yep. And there's there's something there's the uh, there's a lot of the, the Bofors is like the main auto cannons that almost every Allied nation has. In fact, I think even Romania and German actually have a Bofors too because they're leftover from World War One, right, Jeff? Uh, I think a Bofors was interwar. Okay. Interwar. So in the late. Uh, excuse me, early 30s, I think. Right, so, I mean, they almost every European country has them. Yeah, they're fairly common. Well, and immediately after the invasion of Poland and France, Germany's going to acquire a fair number of yeah, them. Yeah, they'll pick them up right there. You know, one-stop yeah. shopping. Right. Grab a country, get some Bofors, you're good to go. Yeah, something like that, yeah. The, the Zooka <laughs> or Bofors, one of the two? Uh, Zooks are U.S. Pretty predominantly, yes. Yeah. Sweet. It's right. the Russians that did the shopping for the Panzer, the Panzer Foss. Yeah, Germany. good point. Right. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, good point. Yep. All right. So quad cannon, yes. That's what I get. Give it a try. You, it, you might be surprised. Uh, all I know is when Jeff and I played against it in the an Adepticon teams, we really did focus on it because we were like, "Fuck that thing." Uh, no, the other reason was uh, that was the game we were playing the Army guys. And they deployed and positioned it exactly textbook how you should do it in the real world with an autocannon to cover a lane. Except this is a game. We were kind of like, oh, fuck it. We don't have to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> you were kind of like, yeah, we're not going. We're not going in that lane for right? sure. We're that like, terrain pinch point you had to follow? Yeah, yeah. no. It's, we didn't have to follow it for sure. It's like common sense and military doctrine. We're going to ignore that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To be fair, I was a little intimidated during that game. Not going to lie. I played against one of these uh, last bug eater against Sean Vilmot in game two. He had he had a heavy, and it it spent most of the game on ambush and I shit clear of it. Why so. did we Why did we not have Wahoo Warrior on here? Damn. Uh, well, that's something we can add later. Fifty one. All right, here we go. Fifty one. He's he's pretty busy, dude. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about some. Grilling, grilling. I, I I don't know. I grilled some chicken tonight for dinner. Fourth of July. Oh yeah, yeah a little char- sure. little barbecue action. Yeah, a little barbecue. A little little put some shrimp on the barbie. Charbecue. Charbecue. Sure. Mm. All right. Oh, you mean you mean flamethrowers? Yes, that's what I mean. Oh, you got yeah, any yeah, questions yeah. about propane or propane accessories? <laughs> yes, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> for us Americans that follow, I don't even remember his name now, but. Simpsons guy. Bart? No. Simpsons no. guy. Who? Whoever fucking made the Simpsons? Matt Groening? Yes. He didn't he make Hank on the Hill? No, that's Mike Judge. Oh, or Judge. Maybe Matt yeah, Judge. Yeah. He made Beavis and Butthead. That's I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, Beavis yeah. and Butthead. Yep. 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 All right. Getting my weird cartoon shit mixed together. It's all all good, right. Man. Uh, propane accessories. Let's talk mm-hmm. about flamethrowers. Uh, yes, bring them as many as you can. 
because they're fucking as gross. often as you can. Yes, they're... they they they're gross because they light shit on fire. Well, so for the most part, you can uh, as a team weapon. I no. I want to like them, but they're t- they're they're terrible. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, can get removed so easily. Yeah, don't bring them as a team weapon. Bring no. them hidden in squads. If you can bring them on vehicles, yes, yes, all of those things. Engineers, in... engineers are the ones that have them predominantly. Yes. Um, Several nations have them. The British do not have them as an engineer in the main rule in the in the armies in, of. They only show up in the Western desert. Yeah, as I say, in theater is, books they can. Um, the Soviets only have them out of the base book as a veteran option. That's okay. Nothing it's wrong not with bad. that. It's a little, it's a little pricey, uh, and I think don't aren't they also the one that have like the five point upgrade to to like hide it as looking like yeah you can't you can't superficial damage them yeah, yeah which mm-hmm. is. Sweet, it's yeah. a, an incredible upgrade. You should always take it when you can. And apparently, there's some massive hatred in version one of the vehicle flamethrowers. I still don't know why. Because uh, they have range 24 inches. Okay. Yeah, super gross. butt sore, butt sore range is really. What so it I was. haven't seen a lot of them in version two. I know Jeff's run them at least once in a turn. And they're fantastic. The, the flame flame hats are still good, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not version one good. Which is the one that has the two. Is that the flame panzer? The two flamethrowers? The yeah. flam panzer. There's a flam panzer. Flam panzer way. It's a half track that's got one yeah. on each side, but you can only ever shoot one any turn anyway. You're right. It's well, but if one runs good. out, you still have the other one. Yeah. It's there's also uh, the the Japanese engineering vehicle has like three. It can only ever fire one, but it's got three. So you can never run out of gas. Is Basically, you're never going to run out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very unlikely. Yeah, very unlikely. Well, and here's the other thing too. I see is though. So if you, you fire it. Okay, so the first thing is, like, all right, let's talk about range. It's, uh, on the infantry side, it's a six-inch range. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you are firing it at six inches, you are both in long range and point blank at the same time. Yep. yep. And I see people just dismiss the point blank and say, no, you're simply at long range. It doesn't get a point blank. That's not correct. It's not correct. They just cancel does. each other out. Just yep. fuck it. Just leave it. So yep. you're firing on a four or five if you've moved. Yep. yep. Which is not bad. If you get in within three inches, now you're at short range and point blank. Yep. So now you're, you're in four. Or you're not over half, sure. Yeah. Wait, wait, hang on. So if you Gail's have... Gail's doing math now, watch out. Yeah, if you have moved, you're at a four, long range, short range, which puts you at a four, not a five. Right. Yeah. You're, you're essentially 50-50. You're at a four. E- right. So, oh, so, not a five. Yeah, two, two-thirds out of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two thirds out of three. I well, whatever. Half. It's, it's you're half. you're actually at half. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm a little frustrated that flamethrowers don't have assault. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like they should. Yeah. They they literally should have. You're literally fucking lighting shit on fire. Yeah, you should get a minus one <laughs> you, for moving. Shit shouldn't matter if you're on if you're moving. I think in I think in Conflict Forty Seven they actually have different rules about that. With that do they? Do they? Assault weapon assault mm-hmm. is way different and disgusting. Is and drawn it out. way better or way worse? Uh, I'm going to say it's probably more accurate, but much okay. longer. I was going to say it's like to me, flamethrower should just end it and <laughs> definitely like it, and just like, roll for casualties on your side too. Yeah, yeah, it just <laughs> like, shit was just got lit on fire. It's over. Like it's over. To me, that's my perspective on it anyway. Yeah, so a point blank, not moving, three-inch shot with a flamethrower is like a two. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it should be, it should yes. be a two, and it should just be like, all, is your shit all dead or not? Like, right. Because they, they ignore cover, they ignore down. Yep. Uh, they do not ignore small teams. Sure. Okay. I, I maybe maybe this is a third edition like change. Like maybe it should be like. Hey, I, I'm I just, surprised they didn't make it a template in second edition. Yeah, honestly, that would have made more sense. No, so many other game systems use it as a template. Yeah, and maybe it's like just reverse of what it is right now. It's like save your models on a three plus, right? Instead mm-hmm. of like me trying to wound all your shit, it's like all your shit got wounded. See if you figure can save out how, it. Figure out who lives. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And it's also so it, it's it's a it's a. For the hit, it's a one pin, and then it adds an additional D three. Right. One, I've seen yeah. so many times people one just plus D three. Just count right. it as just D three. Yeah, no. at, at least D three, if not more. And automatic morale check, regardless um, of casualties. Yeah, for yep. sure. For sure. That's the really good part of, of this weapon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Flamethrower should always be auto check. That's that's your that's your auto break against the yes. Japanese. Yep. For sure. Well, it gets a lot of armies, yeah. Well, and, yeah, and but in particular, Japanese have that whole, you know, yep. let's not go down that, let's not go down that hatred right. part of the right. rule, but, you know. Hatred right. hole? Yeah. <laughs> the, yes. the, the hate hole? I, the hate I hole. like my hate <laughs> hole. Whatever. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, oh, also, indeed. when you fire them at a building... Yeah, it's a fifty percent chance you're going to light that building on fire, which is awesome. Fuck yeah, it's very metal. Which it I is. see people forgetting about until someone goes, "All right, check to see if the building's on fire." No. Wait, no, what? <laughs> what? The building's the objective. Why? No, no, uh, I don't know. No, it shouldn't be on fire. That's pretty. <laughs> I need to take that to win the. Uh, shit. Oh, why am I in this building? <laughs> yes, and of course the FAQ said even if you're like on the fourth, fourth or sixth, doesn't floor of matter. Building, you just get out because it's fine. You just yeah. jump out of the fourth wah, floor wielding wah, wah, wah. building yeah. or window or whatever. Rectify that yeah. whenever the next FAQ comes out. So, yeah. Alessio. Alessio, when you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Paul will let him know. Paul, yeah, Paul will let him know. Alessio doesn't listen to our shit. For sure. So what? what is the recommendation to Alessio here? Uh, make buildings better. If you're on a higher floor, fuck them. If you're on a higher floor, count as, <laughs> they, leaving it, count as, count as a damage transport. Yeah. Take at least a D6 yep. casualties. Uh, yep. Oh, for sure they need to take the casualties. Or D6 hits. Yep. For every floor? Uh, one last thing I also want to mention is that um, so it's a plus three pen against armor, always hits from the top, and does not suffer the minus one penetration from long range. So it's always a plus three, technically a plus four against armored vehicles. Sure. Wolf. Yeah, all right. Wolf indeed. And then heads up, it does... Does it does um, suffer the minus one for long range if it's over three and yep. moving, so, and which moving because to, it's not assault, right? Because that's my beef with flamethrowers. They should be assault. They should be because you don't really because I mean, it's a fucking really aim one flamethrower, dude. You, you, just, po- you point one, but you don't right. really aim one. All right, so in <laughs> come on, you light op- it on fire and you light the shit go. In an optimal situation. If you move with your flamethrower into six-inch range, you've moved. You're over half. You're hit, you're hitting on a five. Yeah, that's just not which not good. It's not worth it. Which no. means right. flamethrowers as an individual team aren't great. Don't no. take them. Right. Um, 
unless unless like Jeff has done in his WTC list, you can yes, you know, multiply them. Then you can overlap that situation. Right. And right. Why have one when you can have two at twice right. the price? Or when you can have five. Well, and when, five times when you have price. them in a team, and the, sorry, when you have them in a team, or, sorry, you have them in a unit, and the unit is firing on a target, you have to declare whether the flamethrower is firing before you measure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, well, to be fair, kinda, Jeff can measure six inches pretty well. Well, I'm really good at six <laughs> inches. <laughs> around. Well, not around. Come on. But yeah, yeah. so if you if you declare that you are firing six a flame inches isn't the same as actual six inches. Here, I'm just putting point. it out there. Good point. All right. Fair <laughs> <laughs> this is the best fiftieth episode we're ever going to have. It's it's not going to lie. It's, it might be the last one. So hopefully might be the last fiftieth episode. Uh, well, hopefully it's the last one. So if you do if you do declare you're firing a your flamethrower and are found out to be at a long range, you do still have to you miss and you check for out of fuel. Yeah. So if you run out of yes, yeah. you just yep. got to. If you if you do that though you kind of suck. Even I can't do that. Wow, well, I mean I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> right. let's, let's let's leave that path untraveled. Sure. All right. It's it's very untraveled. <laughs> so there you go. Flamethrowers, yay! As many as you can, as long as they're not teams. Well, as the one dissenting member of the Snafu podcast group, dissenting. I will see. I will say, it's not always a yay. Sometimes it's a nay. So. I'm if so confused. Take, if you can take them, in, if you can take them in units, they're units are so much better. I would as for, for the same cost as an LMG. Yep. I would take a flamethrower. Oh, for, LMG. for every day, for yeah. sure. LMGs the, not worth their weight in this. Our, our German WTC list is so gross. I was like, "Oh shit! Why am I not built this list yet?" I picked yeah. the Flampanzer. Yeah, I, I, I know you did. And I like and, Jeff list. I and, like Jeff's list. And Jeff's list was like, "We're going to bring that to WTC, WTC if we're even if we're not going to play it, we're going to do it." <laughs> It's I'm coming with I'm us. The only drunk person here. No, you're not the only one. I'm with you, Dale. You are not as <laughs> think as I drunk I am. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. All right. Flamethrowers. Yes. Yes. All right. Bring them. Light that shit up. Upcoming up, flamethrowers now. Put a shrimp on the Barbie. All right. Um, we're gonna take a break and come right back. Pull ourselves together for yeah, like sober up for fifteen minutes here and uh, talk to Paul, maybe John, uh, maybe take a nap, (laughs) (laughs) come back and see what we can come up with. This is episode fifty. Welcome to Snafu. Hope you like the music. The Snafu. (laughs) The Snafu. The Snafu. (laughs) All right. See you in a bit. All right. In three and a half minutes, or as long as that takes.
Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the music. I'm sure it was great. Whatever it was. Of course, they still haven't picked it yet, and no one tells me anything. They just told me to come on and announce this stuff, but hey, it's always good. So, you know, you can't complain. Hope you enjoyed it. It's like we would know what we should be doing, but we don't, or something. It's like we're anyway. Americans and we learn from the past. Oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah. It's like Groundhog's Day every day here, or every episode anyway. So if you didn't hear that little chuckle in there, Paul Walker's with us. Welcome, Paul. Aloha, everybody. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Shoot, I'm going to get drunk tonight. <laughs> that's why we invited him, right? And that's why we're yeah, doing right? it on Friday. I thought we agreed. We and that's why we early. started with him. For the listeners, that's an old joke. Go and listen to the last one I was on. 30, I don't know, 30-something. I'm, so, I'm drinking... Uh, I want to say it was 44. Oh, all right, fine. I'm drinking some five-year-old Caribbean rum. There you go. Nice. Is the is Bermuda in the Caribbean? I don't think it is. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's just off the. It's in the yeah. Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic. It's it's categorized as. Yeah, way farther north than you think it is. Yeah, the Caribbean is definitely closer to Bermuda than where I'm drinking from, which is a Minnesota craft blackberry <laughs> thing. Very middle of the continent. Right. 
Um, well, so welcome. This is our special 50th episode, so we thought we'd bring some guests in. Happy so, birthday welcome, to Paul. you. Right? I don't know how we got to 50. I don't, really don't know how this has happened. No one told us to quit. Yet. yet. Well, that's not exactly true. We just didn't listen. Yeah, well, we, ignored, yeah. we ignored all the negative <laughs> feedback. Well said. All those, all those emails that just show up in my inbox just get deleted right away. I don't read anything, good or good or negative, it doesn't matter. Your spam filters work. Yes, it, yes. Google is very, very trustworthy. All right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see where we go. See how drunk I can get here. Uh, maybe. So, I don't know. All I have in my agenda right now, Pat, is conversation with Paul Walker. So let's have a conversation about bolt action. Uh, all right, so I, I, I sent Paul a couple of questions. I know Dale will have some of his own. Um, he always does. And so last episode, we kind of went down the third edition rabbit hole. And I think we're kind of curious to hear what Paul's thoughts are. If he has knows anything, I mean, I know he's the Warlord Ambassador, but he's not one of the writers per se. That's in my section. Save that to the end. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's do that one first because that's the, the that was the first question I I sent him this afternoon. All right. So, what officially is the question you sent him? Uh, what about third edition? What have you heard? Uh, do you have anything to do with it, or even know anything about it? All right, hang released on. it. So, I want to I want to provide some background on this question if you guys are cool with it. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. All right. So, uh, Warlord Games, uh, if you're not aware, has a YouTube channel which everyone should subscribe to if you want to get the latest and greatest, at least directly from Ooh. On August 6th of 2019, Paul Sawyer sat down with Alessio Cavatore, Cavatore um, to talk bolt action. So that is 10 months ago as the time that we're recording this, 10 or 11? 11, 11. And so um, just kind of to give their thoughts on where everything was at at that particular point in time. And so we talk about this a little bit in the last um, episode that we released, number 49, we talked a little bit about kind of our wishlisting ideas for third edition, that kind of stuff. And if, you, if you're if um, you um, a user of the Bolt Action Facebook group, you'll kind of see some discussion around that. Anger? And, yeah, Warlord Games has a podcast, and Alessia was on there somewhat recently talking to Brad about third edition, and Alessio said pretty much that nothing is in the works. Nothing had been planned. He hadn't heard anything. But on August 6th of 2019, <laughs> Paul Sawyer and Alessio sat down, so 10 months ago. Alessio, if you don't know, um, wrote first and second edition. I think was the primary author of that. Paul, is that correct? Is, is yeah, Alessio did most of the rules writing, and I think Rick, uh, Rick Priestley... Um, did some of the history stuff. I think okay. it was rough where it went. Some hard-hitting journalism okay, right here, well, Dale. I, I don't what, that, a history guy and a rules guy. Wow, whatever combo has done well, that before. I, I don't want to misrepresent, you know, I don't want to misrepresent any of those guys. They're, point. they're kind of heroes of mine. Oh. Even Paul Sawyer, fat bloke yeah, from point. fat bloke times. Um, when he, Funny, he said old, it exactly the same thing about you. <laughs> Oh, man. Woo. If I hadn't drunk so much, I think you would be serious right then. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and, and Paul Sawyer, I believe, is the 
oh shoot, the director of development, is that right? For Warlord uh, Games? Uh, he's in head of the the studio. Head of the studio. Okay. Well, the guys are making the actual models and designing what they are and what's going to be coming out. All right, cool. so August 6th, and it's early July of 2020 as the time of the recording of this. So July is just before you are. So 11 months ago, they discussed third edition and the rumors around that. And and they said, I'm paraphrasing here because I'm, I don't think we're going to bother to edit in the audio here. Um, third edition no, is certainly not <laughs> within the next year. And probably, and, and Paul Sawyer said probably not within the next two years. So two years would put it at 11, 13 months from now. Now, clearly we don't have any... At a minimum. Yeah, clearly, at, at a minimum. That's that's actually an important distinction. Thank you, Rick. So clearly we don't have any kind of insider. We don't see the timelines. We're not, we're not walking into Nottingham and seeing the timeline on the chalkboard. Not the chalkboard, it's probably a dry erase marker board or anything like that. But um, we are really interested in what might be happening and things like that. So mm-hmm. that is kind of where this question comes from. So it's not going to happen this year, 11 months ago, according to, and probably, and it's important to make a distinction. Alessio said years and Paul Sawyer said probably not two years, which would put it at 13 months from now. So, we're going to kind of twist the screws here a little bit. So that's the background <laughs> of the situation. So with that, with that buildup, with that lead-in, um, Pat, would you please ask your question again to Paul, to Paul, who is one of our hooks? <laughs> okay. So we're going to ask you about third edition. Have you, if you have anything to do with it, or even know if anything is happening with it? Uh, I have had something to do with it in the past. So the history is that. About two years, uh, maybe slightly less, about a year after second edition came out, third edition was being worked on. And hmm. then they decided that there was no improvements to be made, so it was shelved. And then we tried rewriting it with some other bits in it, and that didn't really work, and it wasn't an improvement on what we already had. That was shelved. Um, have, they, have they tried changing the spelling of it? That was I, one of the, that would, would be a, would that'd be a very to... subtle hitchhiker's joke. In the end, they finally couldn't redefine it, redo it, so they just respelled the word they were having trouble with. So maybe they could apply that principle. They, they just keep writing the number 42, to be honest. Yes. They, <laughs> All the pages are 42. <laughs> wow. Although, Props to Pat on that one. That's a, real, that's a real deep kind of – yeah, I'm, I'm super impressed right now, Pat. Nice job. It Thanks. would make the table of contents real easy. Yeah, everything's on 42. <laughs> I'm changing my name to Slotty Bartfar so I can There you this. go. <laughs> right. So, uh, hmm. to get back to the question. So, at the moment, as far as I'm aware, there are no plans at all for third edition. So, all right. So, to break. break that, 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 <laughs> hang on before we, before we jump back in. Yeah. To be fair, in the same video that I'm referencing, and this is a video that anyone can go to YouTube and look at the Warlord Games channel, they did they did talk about how um, the situation is we don't really feel like anything is broken. It's working fine. They don't want to go in just for the sake of 
you know, they want to be careful about what they're doing. So they do. Tiger fear. They do say the same kind of thing <laughs> that Paul, that Paul is. Well, you're speaking to me at the moment. <laughs> okay. So I did hear the okay. kind of things, and I do, I do. I mean, I'm not looking for a new edition just for the sake of a new edition. I mean, and let's get that out. We, of the way. we feel there are some improvements that could be made. Yeah. The last chat I had about this subject. All right. So hang on. So when was that? Was that a month ago, two months ago? Oh, no, we're talking six months ago, and it hasn't come up with me. Okay. And the last chat I had was, I don't think there's anything basically wrong with the rule set. However, if I, if I was going to do it, um, and there was pressure on to bring out a new book, which I know Warlord themselves aren't keen to produce books for the sake of producing books, um, I would come out with a 2.1 rule book where we corrected all the obvious mistakes that have already been put out in various facts and all the rest of it. We'd put an index in the back of the book and we would maybe tweak some things which, again, need tweaking, which a lot of us are aware of. Usually, you know, so things like Tiger Fear. Um, I'm not altogether certain that Tiger Fear has been fixed or does what the intention was, for example. And, you know, turret jam, we probably need to do something with turret jam. Um, and I would kind of be more inclined to do that that kind of a book. And look, this is a 2.1 update. I think from what I've talked about with various people, people say, do you know what, I would probably buy that simply to get an updated version. Um, but at the moment, there's no plans for a, for a version 3 as such. Well, my book is almost falling apart, so I would certainly buy a new one if they were updated. I had this chat last time I was on, actually, for, for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, I'm happy. I would be happy to do and work on a 2.1. But he invited me to. Um, and I, I think there would be a market for that book, personally. So. Oh, for sure. And, I, and honestly, I think a lot of the things that we've talked about changing are... In, in the most case, subtle tweaks or, or tweaks, yeah. yeah, would fit right into it. I'll call it a two point five. It's not quite three, but it's somewhere I, I, in between. I'm totally agree. There's lots of things you think, you know. I I I love the book, but there's things we need more black and white rather than a few shades of grey in the book. I think, and I think they would actually be a help to the more um, fun guys or historical guys as well. So there's less talking with your opponent about odd things in the book. Certainly. All right. So before we, we tear that apart, <laughs> let's, let's get to the rest of the questions that, um, that we might, that might get you into the mood to open up a little bit more. Oh, you so big boy. Go ahead, Pat. All right. So, uh, what is your favorite bolt action army to play? Play which nationality. Which nationality? Yes. Which nationality? Um, well, I actually have two, so I'm going to cheat. So, uh, <laughs> and I can be more, I can be very specific. So, my favorite army to play is Commando Four Seven. So, British. My favorite army to play. Why? And why? Because um, I've done a lot of research on Commando Four Seven particular their raid on D-Day plus one 
which was where the 4.7 PDF was inspired from, which I didn't write, but um, and I've researched the units that took part on the day to the, well, each individual model has its own name and I know when he died or whether he survived the war and all that kind of stuff. And I model them for for that one day. It was actually two days in the 1944. Right, sorry. Uh, that's the army. And I can't use anything they didn't have in my army and all the rest of it. So my, my, favorite, cool. my favorite book is the D-Day book. So I can now have a naval bombardment. All <laughs> oh, those things are sick. <laughs> so by D-Day, you mean the first D-Day book because there's there's going to be yeah. more than one. So. Yeah, we've got the other book coming out, which December. I through yeah because a lot of the schedules have all been changed people will have noticed the publication schedule yeah. uh, so we've got that book coming out and that will have a lot of bits and pieces from the I was listening to Gaz Walsh the other day it's, it's going to have a Canadians, lot um, yeah be comedians and there's going to be quite a lot for us commando players so yeah. is it was it your general interest in that particular you know, that particular unit, or did you have a personal connection in some way? Um, I had a, I've got a personal connection to the Royal Marines, uh, so it's why Commander 47 is a Royal Marine unit. Um, the commandos were army based, and then there was the Royal Marines had a couple of um, say, uh, platoons. Do you, do you want to go into a little bit what your personal connection is, or, or do you want to move on? <laughs> Uh, well, um, I've got a few connections, but my son at one wanted to join the Royal Marines and he was a cadet, um, Harrison, who used to do the war room with me. Um, sure. he plays Scots Guard now, but anyway. Um, oh. so I got interested, I had an interest before that and then because Harrison wanted to go in, I got interested in it and that led me to read the, read up on the Royal Marine sections. And that's really what got me into the history of that. So when I was across in Normandy, uh, not this year, obviously, but the year before to go to French Nationals on D-Day, um, I actually went nice. there and visited um, port on bassin which is where the 4-7 commandos uh, action was, um, and had a look through that with a couple of the other guys from Lord Dutch showing them around the town and giving them a history tour and bring them all to tears. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. So... Just, just as a matter of curiosity from my part, because I've always, and I'm probably not unique in this aspect, about wanting to go over to the beaches and just kind of see, see the path, see, see the terrain, see the towns. How, when you went last year, not last year, or when you went, um, how alike um, or how similar did you find it to when it, it actually occurred? Um, in the historical time frame you're discussing. Okay. First of all, somewhat worried and not flattered that you think I was around in 1904. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> when you went, not when you were actually there, when it happened. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the white hair throws it off a lot. It does a bit. No, it was fantastic, and I would advise anybody to go over, but I would make it for the D-Day weekend. Because you've got all the reenactors, and I don't just mean there's, you know, half a dozen tanks and a few jeeps. There are thousands. Oh. You know, it is brilliant. You won't be able to move on some of the roads. 
with the French nationals took part um, in the Normandy Museum that they have there, and that was brilliant. And the guys had the reenactors had all the tanks in the field outside. Uh, I think it was was a tiger. I don't think it was tiger. We had panthers, Shermans, oh, and lots of other stuff. It was just fantastic. The place was stored out, and there was sun, and there was food, and there was beer. And then we went into Port and Bassan in the evening. A couple of guys gave us a lift down on the jeeps, and there was a we got lift back on a duck. You know, it was just oh man. And I mean, cool. pretty common actually. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it was actually. A pretty amazing experience, actually. Dude, I want to do this one. I don't think we'll be allowed in Europe anytime in the near future, though. No, yeah, won't, but... but when you can, do definitely do it. It's worth it. And even Sounds amazing. Even wives that were taken on it enjoyed it. You know, so oh, is that right? Not, not just a blokey thing. You can take the girls yeah. if you have to. How about four kids? <laughs> Well, the kids would just be, yeah, the kids would love it to death. <laughs> you haven't met my kids. They'd be driving a tank around in about 10 minutes. There's a whole tank crew that's the reason there, Rick. Nice job. Yeah, it was basketball or tank crew, one of the two. I, I guess I took tank crew. Easy choice, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so Paul, uh, aside from 47, what else, or, what else were you saying was your next favorite? Or you also uh, your favorite? Well, the Dutch. I got rather attached to the Dutch um, um, a year or two ago. Um, people challenged me to play with the Dutch army as the most difficult army to play with, particularly the um, battle for the Netherlands 1941 list. And I really got very attached to them and actually did all right with them. So I have a soft spot for the Dutch. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've seen a Dutch army on the table that I've anywhere I've been. Did I not play you with Dutch? Was that a challenge? No, oh, I was. It was. I was <laughs> happy to do the challenge. No, I was thinking. Did, did, did what, I was playing with? Um, um, Were you playing? Well, last time we played was back at Adepticon last year in the team tournament when you had. Yeah, uh, I was Alan. playing with Alan, wasn't I? And I can't yep. remember. Army you guys had all. You guys had all Brits. Do we have all Brits? I played the Dutch at the U.S. Nationals that year. Okay. But you might not have seen the Dutch yet. But, yeah, I would be more than happy to come and have a game with you, with the Dutch. That'd be fun. Yeah. Good fun. Bull action is good fun no matter what you're playing. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Us as Norwegians for some reason. That could be fun. Yeah, sure. yeah I, I, did, I was surprised that they challenged me to play the Dutch. But they are. it took me about two and a half months of playing fairly regularly to get the hang of them. What's right. your least favorite army to face again? Sorry, my favorite army to? Least favorite to play least, against. Least, fa least favorite to play against. I don't have you a like... favorite. I just love to play bullet action. I don't care okay. who against. Even if he's brought 20 Stuarts, I'll play him. Okay. How about three? <laughs> I'll play him. Um, for okay. the Nationals, I played a guy with four Stuarts. How did you do? Uh, about a couple of years ago, when I was when I was still playing, as opposed to organising tournaments. But I love. I just love playing ball action. I don't really mind what you come with, to be honest. So, um, against the four Stuarts, how did you do? 
I beat him. Well, how, nice. how did you beat him? A bit more experienced than he was, it would be fair to say. Ah, uh, experience. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair. I've been around the block. I've been beaten by a lot of people, so I know some of the tricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have you can give the best tools to the dumbest person in the world. It's not going to make much of a difference, right? It is. I'll be talking about me, Pat. Folk are always very interested in what list won the tournament, so they can presumably copy it. But it's not about the list. It's the guy who's playing the list, to be honest. That certainly has a good good portion of it, yes. I've always been a big proponent of playing the list that you like for whatever reason. I, I'm not necessarily interested in why you like it. If you like it, I think you're you're just going to be better at it. Yeah. It's about having fun. Now, some people get their jollies from beating other people. There's nothing wrong with that. But you want to play an army you're going to have fun with. So, you know, if you can be oh, sure. um, emotionally attached, is how I refer to it, to your army, I think you have more fun, although you do get upset when they kill your models. But anyway. <laughs> acceptable loss. This if guy. you know they survived. There's no such thing as an acceptable loss, sir. Well, they're just <laughs> unconscious. They're just, you know. They're withdrawn. That's okay. Yeah. It's all right. They'll be back. A lot of the Dutch died. That would be fair to say. <laughs> and then it's right. the oh. army. A lot of them died. <laughs> well, we're running tight on time here, Paul. So yeah. I think we'll just do one more question. Before uh, we get to uh, that stuff. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in this before we, otherwise we'll end up with a five-hour episode. Let's so. keep rolling. And they'll yeah. love it. I mean, Let's go. Episode 50. All right. So you kind of uh, so, of the, the two armies you have, what's your favorite unit to play? My favorite unit? Is it, is, whether it be artillery, or whether it be my favorite, infantry? My favorite unit is a Stuart tank. And, and that was why? before he became potentially overpowered. I think it's because you just get a lot of dice with a Stuart tank. Oh, <laughs> the, the M3 dual LMG variant? Yeah, I just like rolling a lot of dice. But or I think as I've I, heard it referred to as the Spam Stuart? yeah. Um, my second favorite is a squad of 11 Royal Marines with submachine guns. So, again, I get 22 dice to roll. <laughs> yeah, that's tasty. Okay. Um, 11 veterans? Oof. Love yeah. it. I like rolling dice. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a little uh, <laughs> yeah. man tough fighter, too. It's pretty brutal. Oh, yeah, veterans, they get stuck <laughs> in. I didn't do much for my Royal Marines. Too. Yeah. All right. Oh. All right, Dale, why don't you go ahead with yours? we got maybe about 10 minutes that we can squeeze in here. Oh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, so we've talked a little bit already about, about third edition. You've kind of followed into that. So we've, we've in the, like I mentioned in the last episode, we talked a little bit about kind of wish listing or interesting little things we'd like to see put into it. Now, it's only 2020, the middle of 2020, we're talking about this stuff. Um, clearly, we enjoy it. Some of the people that listen to it enjoy it, you know, just kind of wish listing things like that. Do you find that to be a valuable exercise, Paul, or do you think maybe we should kind of put that on the back burner and maybe wait a little bit until we get a little more concrete information out of Warlord that they're thinking about it, that they'd be interested in our feedback? What? What, in regards to the timeline, do you think, where do you feel like it would be appropriate or beneficial for us to kind of start talking about this, not just on the podcast, but as a community as a whole? 
Um, I think it's good for the community to talk all the time, and I don't often take part in the Facebook <laughs> discussions now because if I'm answering, people assume I'm answering on behalf of Warlord, which isn't necessarily true. But I do read most of them, and a lot of this information does go back. Um, so I think it's really useful. I think the, the thing to say really is just because you're doing a wish doesn't mean that it's imminent that there's a third edition coming out. <laughs> you know, you, you, on these threads, a lot of people ask, oh, so who said third edition's coming out? And somebody will go, well, I heard it was coming out next week, and I heard it was coming out then. And you're like, nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all the feedback is really good, and it does all, it does all feedback to Nottingham. Uh, Whether they listen or care or not is an entirely different thing up to them. They, they do care. Um, just because you, just because somebody feels that their suggestion or their wish hasn't gone into the fac or the rule or the errata, it doesn't mean it has, hasn't been listened to. It may have been listened to, and for other reasons, we feel that maybe you know that would affect another part of the rule book, and it would be unfair or whatever. But we do listen to everything, um, even though. For most people, because there's not that many changes that are going to occur, most people will feel as though we've not listened to them or acted. But we can't act on everybody's suggestions or the rule book would just be a mess or more yeah. of a mess, depending on your opinion. You can yeah. ask for everything you want to, but that doesn't mean you get it. It is. But all these things, it's worth putting your feedback out there or your impressions or your wishes because we may be looking through it and go, what the hell? That's a damn good idea. Some of these things that I've brought back to Warlord um, have been acted on and are being acted on. There's a few things going on at the moment. Once we get over the coronavirus, um, I think Warlord will be taking a bit more active part in the in the tournament scene. However, that um, shows itself in practice because there are discussions going on at the moment as to how we can best support the community and let's be honest therefore warlord but how we can best support the community so you're saying there's a third edition coming no that's what i heard <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no no i heard it i heard it <laughs> right live right here in episode 50 of third edition is coming out paul said so paul confirmed <laughs> all right so uh, to be fair in support of what Paul has communicated. We we brought up an issue with the rough ground scenario, and Warlord got back to us. Well, they got back and essentially um, communicated that there was an issue there, and it would come out in the fact. So, that, yeah, that's yeah. that is. Kind I'm not too sure there's more of an issue. I think it was it, it, it could be read different ways depending on whether you're the TO or whether you're the downtrodden player. Um, right, it's, it's so it, was up, it, was, yeah. it was up for discussion. So, um, for sure, you know. Right. So they've they've looked at that, and they do listen. As I say, they don't. You won't always feel as though they're acting, but they do listen. Oh, right, yeah. And that's part of my job is to put it in front of them and say, "Have you seen that guy?" So, are you saying you have to listen to our episodes to hear when we complain about stuff? <sighs> I, I, yeah, of course, I listen to all you. <laughs> all right, five hour episodes. Here we come. It would be actually really helpful if instead of listening to them once, you did it like a thousand times. 
That no, would just be, so, just so. be sweet. <laughs> right? Uh, he doesn't have to listen. We just like him to click the download button a thousand times. Yeah, no, just, just smash on the button a bunch. It's okay. It's, it's, that makes us feel better. Listener, do you realize that, guys? We, uh, <laughs> right. actually, we appreciate everyone that listens. And it's actually exciting when people talk about stuff that's happening. In third edition, we're excited to see that stuff being talked about. But we actually we do think it's important to, hey, you know what? Third edition, it's not like an imminent kind of thing that's coming down the pipeline. So bringing on folks like Paul to talk about where things are at in a realistic manner is important so that we don't get our hopes up unnecessarily. But in the same time, he said, hey, talk about the stuff, let him know, you know, discuss it because they are listening and they are paying attention, which is actually really cool from a, a games comp- company. It is. Yeah. I mean, on a personal note, I would like to see it be a little more interactive and for us to have a living rule set. And I think we're a wee bit away from that. But I think that's quite possible. Um, okay. So, and that would that would be better. So we can just update stuff as we need to and make those little corrections. And you just go download, get the you know you bought your download, and you just go and it's updated. Would make much more sense to me. But that's on a personal note. Yeah. Well, without without a. Uh new version coming out on a regular basis. You start to get uh, tournaments and other players and stuff that start to faction off into what they think they want bolt action to be. And so you kind of get a little desegregation of what bolt action is. Well, that's one of the things with the WTC is you realize that people play it differently in different countries. It's, It's like English. It's basically the same in the United States and America. But there are some words that definitely mean something different in the States to the UK, you know? So. Right. What, what, so we call it an ATM. What do they call it over in the UK? Cash line. Yes. Well, to be fair, we don't even all call ATM. Wisconsin calls them time machines. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding you. They call them time machines. Like, what do you call a drinking fountain? Well, Wisconsin totally. is... Yeah. It's, well, it's another country. Yeah, fair. Back to the future. <laughs> So WTC is its own country, sure. Oh, famously, well, not famously, but at least on this on this podcast, we released our WTC list, at least the list that the four of us here had put together. Um, Paul, do you think, as a TO, um, do you think that was a good or a bad idea? Uh, as the TO of that particular tournament, I have no official opinion. The reason All right. I didn't what is your official opinion? I will give it. The we 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 didn't want to put people under pressure to do that, nor did we want to encourage other people to do it so that other people felt they had to do it, because releasing some of the lists may prejudice those teams in the future, if that makes sense. But it I'm does. also showing the lists. For some people, they can't change the list. You know. Or, right. You know, I mean, well, in theory, some people wouldn't be able to change the list. So we don't want to put people under that pressure. So that's why we so encourage people. Prevent me from having to buy 40 police infantry or not infantry yeah. cavalry. With, with my warlord <laughs> hat on, I'm like, yes, let's get them all to change the lists. Yes. <laughs> yeah, war, I'm sure warlord would love that. But I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, now, and Paul's podcast hat wants to, wants to send them out there too. Right. Oh, so in all fairness, they all. We we did caveat when we did, when we released our list that we were not looking for anyone else to release our list. 
your, you know, obviously it's a topic of That's discussion true. for our podcast. We, we weren't. We, we, were we did definitely in disclaimer it. So. No, no, I, I wasn't meaning that as a criticism. It's just as an organization, WC wouldn't have an opinion on it. You know, and sure. wouldn't no, prejudice anybody. But I think it's really good to be discussing lists. You know, especially with you guys, you have the wherewithal to bring something different to what you said, perhaps, and people don't know. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I think some of the teams probably, and I'm, this is just my impression, some of the more competitive teams probably didn't share. But I think some of the oh, other yeah. teams, odd people have shared or whatever. And I, I know from having played a lot of people, when you see a team submit five lists and they're only going to pick four, most of the time, time I know what the spare list is going to be. <laughs> Simply because I help people, <laughs> you know, it's like, hmm, well, there's no way anybody is playing that list in the, out of those four people, you know. But, um, so, yeah. it well, adds a bit space for you guys that may not have played each other before. Yeah. Of the tournament formats out there, I do like the WTC with the how many ever platoons you want at a thousand points, and hey, it's only the armies of rule books the those campaigns because the yeah. campaign books have some very seriously unleveling uh, troops in them. I, I do like that format pretty good. That's, that's good I mean, one. there's different formats for everything because WTC is potentially a fairly serious event. In fact, we would say it's the most serious event at the moment. You know, yeah. you, you, there's certain things that you know everybody is going to bring and it, it seemed the fairest way and it was in line with the FAQ that came out from Warlord. Uh, one of the things we probably need to look at sometime in the future is when the campaign books come out and they say, and this will be added to the armies of list in, you know. And Stirrup groupers say hello. Yeah, some, of, some of those units still probably aren't. Whole truck officer. You know, just some of those things are like, you know, and that's up to Warlord to give some guidance on that. At the moment, I think, I don't know whether it's true or not, I think the WC has influenced the way people build armies and the tournament points. People seem to switch back down from 1250 to 1000, and that might be because that's the way WTC went, because we had time restraints, that's why we chose that. Um, so WTC probably does have some influence over you know, competition, the competition scene, whatever you want to uh, whether that's useful or not is a matter of debate. I kind of like that direction from the top gives everybody kind of a, a baseline to go off of. It is, but it doesn't mean that other people can't do other things. You know, have that themed event um, like you guys have. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with doing that. There's something there for everybody, and that's fantastic things about bolt action that I find, which is why I'm into it and passionate about it, is there's something for everybody. So far, I haven't seen a no point, only twelve dice tournament. Oh, Jesus, I just, I Jesus, I, I know you and Pim are kind of like, oh, this can work, but I, you have yet to. <laughs> oh, you got Pim involved, have you? Maybe that's episode fifty-one. I just don't see it. <laughs> that's the whole name of the episode. I just don't see it. All yes. right, got it. <laughs> Aloha, Pim, if you're listening. By the way, I've not seen you for a while, mate. You gave me a lift back from a date to come. I, I, I think nice. Tim was trying to poke holes in it, but it was quite the fun list-building exercise for both of us. And, some now, let's be honest. 
a lot of competitive play is in list building. Like um, being in front of the meta, like being in, yeah, before the meta catches up, just being that list. Anyways, that's episode 51, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. What's the, let's keep moving on this one. So I yes. think, I think we. All right. Yeah. So, um, Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. But before we, before we jump out, um, obviously, uh, 2020 with everything that's happening, uh, WTC has been delayed. Is there any, is there any new news in regards to rescheduling or, or that kind of, um, situation? You know, I mean, we have, We've delayed our flights. Can we reschedule? What's the plan there? Well, as we know, we are currently in July 2020. Uh, the moment, what we feel we need is to give people four months' notice to turn up to WTC. That's to rearrange flights, etc., do listing and all that other kind of stuff. So at the moment, we mean we will have to have had a decision probably by the by September as to what we're going to do. At the moment, we, we're we not in a situation where we can book somewhere with any confidence that everybody will be able to travel. Each country is sort of at a different level on their, their access to travel. Uh, at the very least, we need all the countries, well, I would suggest we need all the countries that have currently signed up to be able to travel and get back home without being quarantined for two weeks or whatever. That would be amazing, but... I mean, we understand. I guess what I'm saying between the lines is unless something changes, the likelihood is it will be postponed till next year. But we haven't actually made that decision yet. I'd be, you know, it still is a chance that we could have it in November. But I think the time is starting to slip away from us. Uh, You know, so that's where we are at the moment. Uh, We're we're currently looking for venues. Uh, We've you know, because we lost that spot, the venue we had, they have weddings and all sorts of things booked up in the future, assuming they're able to carry those out. So we're back to looking for venues at the moment. We would like it to be the same venue, but we're really in that uh, no man's land, the same as everybody else. Don't really know what's going to happen in four months' time at the moment. So um, asking as the... um as a member of the of one of the U.S. teams, is the whole must have, to give us four months. Right. Sorry, what was the question? I interrupted you. There. No, no worries. Is the hope to give us four months advance as far as planning goes? Yes, I think we need to give you the time to get time off work to so resort your travel and all that kind of thing, to do your armies, to send in the list, to check the list, to get them back. So we feel that we need about a four-month lead time. Is is the plan also, and this is speaking purely from the fact that my flight is currently um, locked into a certain area of the EU, is the hope to have mm. it in Ireland again, or are you exploring other countries? We're looking at Ireland again. Um but we if we haven't actually got a definite venue or anything like that at the moment. Uh, we were looking, to, we are talking with Warlord as well um, for various reasons which the public won't know about at the moment. But because of coronavirus, everything's kind of been put on hold everywhere. 
Sure. Uh, but we would like to go back and have it in Ireland. Ideally, would be what we would like to do. All right, and awesome. and just as a shout out, not a shout out, but as a communication to the rest of the folks on mm. the team that I'm a part of, four months um, is probably a reasonable amount of time, but also a reasonable amount of time in order to find additional members. Should others, current members, find that they can't reschedule? Just kind of a heads up in that I regard. Think, uh, we're giving you less time in that. We're Rick, do you realize how many times you could change your list? <laughs> a lot. I don't think I'd change my list. I'd have to paint something. <laughs> I'd have to paint other stuff. Fair. It's only three colors to be legal. That's three kinds of spray paint. You can do it. Oh, what the? Have you met, have you, have uh, you met Dale? Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, I wouldn't apply with him. What kind of next level stuff would be, here's my list, and then to totally come up with something to counter something that would counter my list? That would be – that's not me. That's not my style. <laughs> I'll beat you with the thing I said I'd beat you with six months ago. There you go. <laughs> way, way to flex, Dale. Actually, <laughs> that's wholly unrealistic. I'll probably lose <clears throat> and get my pants handed back to me. So it'll be fun. That was a – that was army figure drop right there. So that was right. No, the 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 real the real trick, Dale, is to trick everyone into thinking you're bringing a new list to beat the old list, but then your old list is actually the one that beats the new list. You just bring uh, the old list. That, uh, we'll have to talk about that later because I'm too drunk to really follow. All, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Paul. We appreciate it. John is waiting for us patiently. I'm or not a patiently. I'm sure. Uh, we appreciate all your time. Thank you very much. We will Thank talk you so again. Much, Thank no you. No problem, guys. Anytime. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha, Paul. Aloha. We're going to take a quick three-minute break. So, as always, we hope you enjoy the music, whatever it is. You'd think after 50 episodes, they'd know by now. Well, regardless, we'll be right back.